of the Black Girl Tea Podcast. You should know it's me by now. If this is your first time, welcome. We are a family here, so I'm sure you'll fit right in at home with my loud and obnoxious self. But, um, how y'all doing? What's going on? Talk to me. Text me, email me, call me, DM, whatever you do during this time when I ask you how you're doing. Answer that now. And without any further ado, I'm going to open up beautiful can of pepsi and start this episode what snacks y'all be eating when y'all be listening to the podcast or y'all be like do y'all be in the car smooth coasting and, and listening to us or do y'all be at home preparing because i know shout out to taryn taryn be locked in with her little bottle of wine and her candles she be doing her little seance like i do y'all know i love a good candle um and some wine I love, it's something about turning the lights off and lighting a little candle that just do it for me. I'll be sleeping no time. Well, I mean, I go to sleep in no time anyways, but once that candle hit in the darkness, it's over. Been done burning my house down. <laughs> Let me take a sip of this and we're going to get into this episode. So, I wanted to piggyback off of Shay's Dating in 2023 episode. Um, because one, I realized I didn't talk about dating as much. I was explaining to you guys some of the trauma from past relationships, but I didn't talk about what's happening in my dating life this year. Um, as a person who is dating in 2023, whereas we know Shay is not, but the things that she shared, those experiences and patterns are still very relevant in this. I think it's been almost two years. Um, still very relevant to what's happening in 2023. And, um, so let's get into it. So y'all know, listen to the episodes, depending on how long you've been listening. When we first started, I had a roster. I had a man for everything. And, and it's not like I'm saying that to be proud of it. I mean, I was proud because I was doing my thing. Everybody knew what was up. I wasn't one of those people that was dragging anybody along. Um, but I was very much younger. And also keep in mind that we started the podcast four years ago. So four years ago, I had a roster. Here we are four years later, and I don't. But we'll get into that. But I was much younger. Um, I was chilling. I was doing what I wanted to do. And I wasn't looking for a commitment. Like, simple as that. Um, but beginning of this year, I was not dating. Um, I it was explaining to you guys about that idiot of a man. Um, <laughs> but the beginning of the year, I was chilling. I was, you know, in a different area of my healing process I started taking care of myself more and wasn't really necessarily looking to be dating um anyone because I knew I needed to really just get myself in a good place and I I was journaling and and goal keeping and going to therapy and all that but I finally was like all right cool like I do want to get back into dating because being single is kind of whack I mean it has its pros and cons just like everything else but once I decided like okay I'm going to get back into dating I went and created myself a list of you know things that were absolutely non-negotiables things that could be negotiated 
um, exactly what I was looking for in a man. I, I made my little list and I went back out into the dating pool and it was ghetto. It was ghetto, y'all. Not trying to be funny. It still is ghetto. Let me. It is ghetto in the dating pool. Um, I've noticed that like men were either doing too much in a horrible way or they were not doing enough also in a horrible way. And it was just, it was a lot. So I created this list and before I created the list and then like a month later I was like, all right, we'll give this a try. So, and it's not to be one of those girls, but all it really takes is, and I don't want to say all it really takes because it don't even take that much, but I could post a picture in my story. It don't even got to be an actual Instagram post. I could have a mirror selfie. I could post that I'm on a date. I could post anything and here go a nigga. It's, it's not hard to find niggas. It's not hard to get a nigga at all. Niggas is there. You just gotta... Finding a decent one, that's where the work come in. But niggas is there. So, I started sharing like little couples things on social media. And I do, I, I do that whether I'm single or not. Um, but like little relationship quotes and then it was like first date ideas and I was asking the girls, like, hey girls, like, what do y'all really like about first dates? Like, what are y'all planning? Where do y'all go? What are some of your favorite places to go? What are some of your favorite activities to do for a first date? And this dude was like, oh, you trying to go on a date? Like, eyes. Uh, yes, sir. And he was fine. I'm not gonna lie. He was a little fine, man. Um... And he was just like, all right, cool. Like, tell me when you're available. And boom, just like that, first date. Um, no complaints. That gentleman was a sweetheart. He was great. Um, very, very attractive. Very mellow personality. And y'all know I love a calm nigga. That's all it is. A calm man. That's it. Um, he planned things. It wasn't like he wanted to come over and chill or wanted me to come over and chill. Um, it was great. The reason why we are not together now is because our work schedules became awful. Um, And it was just like, I wasn't willing to compromise some of the things that he was willing to make it work. And we were both okay with that. We communicated about it very well. Um, His communication skills were amazing too. But we communicated and was just like, yeah, like, he, we both lived in Connecticut, but he worked in the city and I work in Norwalk but I bounce around sometimes um and this particular time I was bouncing around a lot and he was like okay well like you're in Jersey this week for three days I'm off Thursday Friday Saturday like I can come out and stay with you and it was under like I hear you dog but also it just kind of felt like you were just and I explained all this to him too. So if he listens to this, then I don't care. We've already had this conversation. But it was like you are willing to do a little bit too much too soon, which is a little bit of a red flag for me. Like the fact that we went on, we went to get coffee the first time we went on a date. And then our second date was a lunch date. And like I was on my actual lunch break. So I only had an hour with you, sir. But like you're willing to spend money to get to Jersey for three days and I still have to be in Jersey working like you're gonna be wherever you decide to stay by yourself because you weren't staying with me um which it was like that was cute but it also was just like that's too much it was too much um but essentially our work schedules were you know the issue of why 
and didn't go there. Um, I was very happy that that was my first date after not dating for a while. Um, I would do it all again with him. I just, now that I've communicated things I didn't like with him and like this, you know, he was very open too. like, I want to, I want to make sure I'm learning from my mistakes. So what was it with you that I shouldn't do again? And we had this conversation, like it was amazing, but glad that, like I said, he was for that to be the first day, man back, I was happy with that. Um, then it was just like a, a couple dates after that with other people. Most of them were first dates that didn't go anywhere. Um, it was either boring or you could tell that they had a different motive. Like they was just really trying to get me drunk and feed me so that they can take me back to their apartment. And like, no thanks. Not, no. Um, but yeah, it was like a, bo- a couple boring first dates and things like that. And then this one guy, y'all. He slid in my DM chopping it up a couple weeks go by I give him the phone number we're texting we're facetiming it's great and um it's time for like us to make a move and make a first day out of this and he was very much like I will plan it you let me know what day what time works for you um I want to do an activity dinner and maybe another activity depending on what your schedule looks like so I'm like all right cool told him when I was free he planned everything we get the we get to we met each other at the first place so we went bowling um we went to pinstripes too so pinstripes as you guys know has a bowling alley there so we met at pinstripes um had our dinner and then we bowled y'all he was really trying to do you know like I could bowl I ain't a professional, but I know how to have a good time. But he was trying to get behind me and be all romantic and show me how to bowl. And I was just like, I'm not that girl. Like, (laughs) please stop and let me roll this ball. Like, I need to roll it. I know what I'm doing. And he was understanding in the beginning and then just became very affectionate. And it was just too much. And I was like, yeah, um, this is not going to work for me if you keep doing that. And he stopped. Um... We went and got ice cream, and we ended up going to see. <laughs> we ended up going to see this little live band that neither of us knew, but it was happening in the area that we were in. And we like went there and we vibed. What turned me off is that we were walking in to the little bar that had the live music, and I was in front of him. He opens the door for me, and there's a group of women that are behind behind us. So he opens the door and he's holding it for me to go through. And then he cuts the girls off so that he could, you know, come inside after me. I didn't like that because they're right there. Like you could have just held the door for them. And as the night went on, I realized like he was being a gentleman to me, but he wasn't being a gentleman to the other woman that were around us. Granted, I think in certain situations, it it requires you... I don't want to say requires, because clearly y'all don't think that it's required of you to be nice men. But I think for me, when I'm in certain areas of the world, I think men are a little... are just naturally... Good men are just naturally a little bit more of a good man in certain situations. So at a bar, if a girl is walking and you realize it's wet, it's nothing for you to be like, sweetie, you got your heels on, it's wet. Like, it's nothing. 
you don't have to go out of your way because I understand that women aren't going to always receive it as you just being a good guy. But like something like that, simple. You could hold the door for other women. I'm not a jealous woman where I'm going to be like, why the fuck you were holding the door for her? Did you want to fuck her? Like, that's not who I am. Being a, a good man and being a gentleman and being kind doesn't only work with the woman that you're dating. Like, you have to be a kind man to all women in order for me to be attracted to you. And the fact that he was just being a dick to other women was just really too much. And I told him, like, you know, like, well, I asked, rather, like, why are you... Like, you held the door for me, but you didn't hold the door for those other girls. We're we're at the bar, and, like, the girls are trying to, like, get through. When I was trying to get through, you're, like, telling people to back up, move. She's trying to go to the bathroom. But with these other girls, you're not even... You're not even moving out of their way. Forget speaking up on their behalf. Like, you're not moving out of their way. You're getting an attitude. But when it's me that's doing the same thing as in, like, you're kind and you're gentle with me. Like, what's the difference? And he was just like, I'm with you. I'm not with him. And I literally told him, like, you could be kind to women that you are not fucking. You could be kind to women that you are not interested in. And that's what makes you a kind person at heart. It has nothing to do with how you treat. Like, it has everything to do with how you treat your partner. But, like, being kind has nothing to do with a person being your partner or not. It's just a, a fact of having manners. So I was asking him. And this is when the date got a little heated. Because I asked him, like, what if your mom was with her girlfriends and a couple did that to your mom and he's like well the the dude should have opened the door so then you should have opened the door for those women as well and he's like well my mom is my mom and it causes you nothing like it literally costs you nothing to be kind to other people just because they're not your mom or not your partner and that's when I was like yeah like I'm gonna pay for this and get the fuck out of here because you about to piss me off and he he did what he needed to do and he got the fuck out of there. I ended up paying for the bill. Um, and he texted me that night and was just like, you know, I realized what you said was right. And I do want to apologize for that. I hope it hasn't put a bad taste in your mouth about me completely. Um, you know, I just wasn't raised the same way as you. And and I had that moment of transparency with him. Like, I 100% understand that we weren't raised the same um, I don't expect everyone to have the level of manners and kindness in their heart that I do. But there comes a point where you are a grown-ass fucking man. And you should realize that you should be kind to people because it's nice to be kind to people. Like, And the fact that we had to have a heated conversation like that and you really didn't think that there was anything wrong with what you were doing is a red flag for me. And I don't wish to move forward with being associated with you in any ways. And it was cool right then this man goes so our dinner from the first date was x y and z amount of money and bowling costs x y and z amount of money so split down the middle is gonna be blah 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 blah. and i was like okay cool like and i paid for drinks at the last spot and that's gonna cost blah 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 so i'll send you the difference and he was just like, oh, nah, I'm just letting you know. Nah, because you thought you was about to have to, you was going to run down and have me pay for a date because now I have an attitude with you. No, sir, I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. If you want me to send you the money, I will. But you're not about to sit here and try to throw that up in my face as if I didn't fucking pay for nothing either. 
I wasn't one of the bitches that was with you because you had money. I didn't even realize you had money. I expected you to be able to pay for a date because you, you offered to take me out. But I always come with my own money just in case something happens. Anything could happen. Um, life be life and you could have $100 in your bank account and that's enough to cover our bill. But when you go to swipe your card, Apple Music, Netflix, and all of them could pull that money out your account at any random time and now we're screwed and I got to pick up the date. Nothing wrong with situations like that, but like, you know, I just come on the first day prepared. If I can't pay for my food, then I'm not going with you on a date, even if I know you got it. But no, like, I'm going to be able to pay for my food in the event that something goes wrong. Not that I'm looking for it, but I'm prepared. But after that, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to really relax on the dating. I had to go back and revisit my list um, and just really was paying attention to what was happening around me, completely taking my dating life and like storing it in the back of my head, but just seeing what was happening. And I realized a lot of like what was happening was people trying to imitate the relationships that they see on social media and not realizing that social media is fake. People don't put the ups and downs of everything on there. And there are some people who do have those moments of transparency on social media, but it's not always the truth. Like that page, me and somebody's son, they're literally glorifying black love and I love it, but it's more to that than taking cute pictures. It's more to black love than taking cute pictures for social media and taking pictures of your romantic dates, taking pictures of when your man buys you flowers, taking pictures of when your girl buys you something nice. Like it's more to that. And people weren't realizing. And it goes back to what I was saying. They're either doing too much or they're not doing enough because they're do- they're seeing the bare minimum of things that's on social media and they're not really realizing that like it's more to it. And it's not to 100% blame social media. Like some people didn't grow up seeing successful relationships and healthy marriages. So they're just trying to, you know, imitate the first thing that they've seen, which for a lot of people, especially black people, a lot of the healthy relationships that we did see were on TV, is on social media. And that's all we have to reference things. But it's like, let's realize that we're fucking adults. There's other outlets. There's other resources where we can get information and tools. You could literally go in the kitchen of your grandma's house and be like, Grandma, what happened with you and granddad? Why y'all marriage lasted as long as it it did? Why didn't it last as long as it did? Like, as it could have. You know, like, it was just, people are okay with this bare minimum shit. And leads me to my next point people are okay with the bare minimum so a lot of and I blame both men and women because sometimes women will allow a man to do bare minimum because he's checking off the majority of the boxes and then when he gets with a woman who's not gonna tolerate that shit he finds an issue with it she's angry she's demanding she's asking for too much blase blase um and it's just ridiculous like and then it's okay if you're not where you want to be in life. But y'all just be pulling motherfuckers to the ringer with you. And, like, if you're just up front, like, hey, like, I am attracted to you. I really do like you. I love the vibe that we have. I feel great when I'm with you, but I'm going through a lot right now. Um, I've got some mental health obstacles that I'm trying to overcome. Like, this is what it is. I'm giving you the option to stay or leave. A lot of people would respect that up front and would be willing to sit there and go through the ringer with you. But y'all just be dragging niggas down the hill with you. Don't even tell us what we're going through. Here we are getting dragged. We don't know what the hell going on. And it's just not okay. It's not okay. And I dealt with a lot of that um, when it came to dating in 2023. Um, 
And I stopped dating because it was just like, this is stupid. I'm not about to sit here. I, I come with my own situations. And I tell you about them shits up front. You're not going to tell me about yours? Like, huh? And don't, and, and don't get me wrong. It's not easy to tell motherfuckers about the situations that you're coming with. Whether it's daddy issues, mommy issues, baby mama drama. It's just ghetto that y'all don't it's like real ghetto I hope you didn't think that the episode stopped right there thanks for listening to the Black Girl Tea Podcast let's get back into it I realize that if you just tell the person and give them the opportunity to make the decision, a lot of people would choose to stay because you are honest and you're upfront. I don't think y'all realize that's how this kind of work. Like, if they stay and then they end up leaving anyways, like, again, you gave them the option. But y'all just forcing people to do shit these days. Y'all forcing women into being polygamous relationships they didn't even realize that there was another partner that you sit here making her feel like she is the girl of your dreams you got her thinking that it's only her and this whole entire time is her plus more and then when shit get physical because look i'm not saying it's okay for things to get physical i'm not I'm, i'm not one of those people i don't think that anyone should be putting their hands on anybody but you're telling this woman that like you're giving her the dream you got her thinking that it's only her and then she finds out that it's someone else and she hit you now you mad because (laughs) she hit you and it's like i don't want to say that's what you get because it should never get to that point but you kind of that's what you got another thing i have i'm having an issue with is the fact that y'all don't like y'all really don't be trying to plan dates and i'm speaking to men because i'm a straight woman that date men i date straight men um, y'all not want to pay for dates is an issue. But ladies, y'all saying that going on a date, your first date to the Cheesecake Factory is wrong is wild as fuck to me. Because I done pulled up the menu because I this was a point that I needed to make. Because I, I looked at that list. Chilies, I could fuck some chilies up. I wouldn't be mad about chilies on a first date. Buffalo Wild Wings, absolutely upset. Why would you take me to Buffalo Wild Wings on a first date? I ain't gonna lie, the food there be bussing. Them street tacos hit. The mozzarella sticks got it going on. But absolutely not. But Cheesecake Factory? Like, no one has been able to, to give me a valid reason as to why Cheesecake Factory for a first date is unacceptable. Because I don't expect you... I, I want you... I want our first date to be special. Like, I want us to remember this. Like, if this relationship goes well, I want us to remember our first date. Oh, it was beautiful. We went to Cheesecake Factory. And after that, 16 handles. And then we gazed at the stars. And we talked about our dreams and goals. Like, I want it to be magical like that. And you could have a magical day at Cheesecake Factory. But I also want it to be consistent with who we are as individuals. Now, on our first date, if you take me to Taos, how are you going to play that up? 
for the second date. Let's fast forward to a year later when it's our one year anniversary. How are you going to make that special? And it's not to say that you can't, but like you got to set the bar somewhere where it gives you a room to grow and blow your partner's mind. Like Cheesecake Factory on a first date is not a problem. And I got the menu up because I wanted to, I wanted to look at it. Because if we get to Cheesecake Factory, appetizer, right? I'm looking at the menu. I'm going to say... For appetizers, I would get the house-made meatballs. House-made meatballs sound real good. Definitely not getting a salad. There's nothing wrong with salad, but I go to eat, I'm going to eat. I'm not getting no damn salad. My entree would be... Hmm, I'm trying to think of... I don't go to Cheesecake Factory often. I typically go there when I have a craving for something. And it's typically the brown bread. <laughs> but like, okay, my entree would most likely be the fettuccine Alfredo with shrimp or the Louisiana chicken pasta. I would get one of those. And then it's very rare that I actually do um, dessert at a place. Because I'd be wanting to go to 16 Handles after but then I could get me a nice little, let me see what the drinks is looking like. A passion fruit margarita, a passion fruit mojito, the Georgia peach, bourbon and honey. Like, it's options. We could get whiskey and ginger, a Georgia peach, a tropical tiki punch. Like, it's options here. Why are y'all, what's wrong with Cheesecake Factory? And I feel like these types of standards from women causes men to act the way that they act. If you're listening to this and you're talking and you're thinking about taking me on a first date, it's okay to plan for cheesecake factory. You're probably not gonna get me on a first date though, because I'm a basic y'all. <laughs> um, and then just y'all be so apt to get people to your house. Do y'all not know that we will rob y'all? Oh, let's come link me at my crib sir you don't know me and you want me in your house first time we link in we go to your house i'ma have my girls moving the couch bro we coming in they're taking the couch the game system and the toaster oven and your microwave and maybe the doorknob because why the fuck would you do this anyways actually i think i'ma have my homegirls just rob you of appliances that you really need like we're taking the doorknobs. We're going to take the oven door. I'm going to take the, the closet door as well. The one that's in the hallway so everybody can see what you got in that motherfucker. And I'm going to break all of your ice trays down the middle so they can't stand up by themselves. Because all the fuck y'all keep inviting us to come to your house. Like, is it that serious? I feel like men who just immediately want you to come to their house don't ever have plans to make being at the house they want to throw on some netflix and get in the bed and ask you why you're sitting all the way over there i'm sitting all the way over here sir because i don't know you and i'm trying to make myself comfortable in the situation you got me in your house bring out uno make me some snacks if i come to your house the first time we link for a date 
you better have had cooked. And if you order takeout, you better have had made dessert or we making dessert as an activity together. I am not about to be your dessert and you are not about to be mine. Get it together. But it goes back to some women allowing y'all to think that that was okay. And I don't want to have to deal with it anymore. I hope y'all get better. And like Shay said, some of these things will hopefully phase out. And some of them may get worse. I just hope that me and my girls... I don't want any of the girls to have to experience horrible dating in 2024. But I've been praying for my team, my girls, my sisters, the women that are connected to me. Because we really deserve to have a good dating life. And I'm going to tell y'all what a first date will look like for me. And that's the end of the episode. First date that a man... If a man is asking me, this is how I want this to go. I want you to plan it. I don't want to plan nothing. Because especially if we've been talking for a while. If we've been talking for a while, you should have been able to ask the proper questions to be able to learn little tidbits about who I am. So you should know what I like and what I don't like. And you should be able to pick out a restaurant that is suited for us. Now... You should also know that I like to do activities. So maybe we go to the museum and then we go to dinner. And I say museum first because if we go and look at all this art and I have this mind that just gets mind blown at the sight of art. When we go to dinner, not only can we cover the basics of like, how are you doing? What's going on in your life? You can ask me questions about the exhibits. We have something to talk about. Conversations won't die. won't be awkward. I won't have to carry the conversation. After that, please incorporate some type of snack for us after. Like, I like to eat and then I'd be like, mm, now I need something sweet. So get us a nice little dessert spot. 16 handles, maybe. Somewhere that has a place where we could sit outside and eat. Because if we just sat down in a restaurant to have dinner, I don't really want to sit in another restaurant setting. So maybe we can, you should plan a nice little walk. Or, you know, we can sit by the water with our dessert and eat our dessert and talk. And and then you could ask me, like, why did you put pineapple on your Euro tart frozen yogurt? And I could tell you about the magical sensation that I feel in my mouth when I'm eating it. Like, it, just a nice, thoughtful date. I want it to be intentional as well. I want you to be able to also say to me, like, I wanted to bring you to 16 Handles because I know you like it. Or... We talked about frozen yogurt, and I've never had frozen yogurt, and I wasn't sure if you did, so I wanted this to be something that we tried together. Like, it could be, you don't have to go all the way out there, just intentionality. And then, if we met there, when we leave, I want you to be like, let me know when you make it home, so then I can let you know that I made it home, and then you let me know. And then it's like, okay, well, you know, thank you for spending some time with me. I'll let you debrief and do what you got to do. I'll talk to you soon. And then we go from there. That is how I would like my dates to go. If it leads to the bedroom, it leads to the bedroom. But don't lead me to the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? I'm not coming to your house to Netflix and chill. And then got to go to McDonald's on the way home anyways because you didn't feed me. Like, get it together. And women like wine. Cough, cough, cough. Menage a is a good wine, y'all. Champagne, women like champagne. It ain't nothing to get a bottle of Bel Air. Or ask her, you know, you like Prosecco? What, what's, 
with CSIS. Ask questions, fellas. Do better. And be truthful and communicate effectively. Because that's all we really be asking for. But y'all don't be seeing it for what it is. Little dummies. Dummies in a good way. But that's my two cents on it. I had to share that with y'all. Because dating at 23 is top-notch ghetto. And I want out. Hopefully the niggas that fall in front of me are worth it. And there's no telling right now. But I love y'all. I think the next episode y'all hear will actually be Shay. It may not be me. But whoever it is, get ready to chop it up with us. Talk to y'all next week.